Alright, what is going on everybody? It's your boy Vladimir Jean-Philippe bringing you another episode of Guys of the Round Table. And before we get started, uh, hit me up on Facebook. Like and share this podcast if you enjoy it on facebook.com slash guys at the round table. You can hit me up on Twitter at GOTR Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at GOTR Podcast. And uh, send me an email to guys at the round table at gmail.com. And last but not least, you can find this show on YouTube at uh, GOTR Podcast, I believe. Um, I'm going to double check on that one and let you guys know. But yeah. So today's episode, I would like to talk about uh, something I tweeted earlier. And to, to most folks, it doesn't make any sense. But to me, I'm starting to notice a pattern of different things. Okay. So for me, what is this pattern that we are talking about? Well, it seems like every election year, there's always something going on. <laughs> All right. And that's what I'm talking. This is what I've noticed. Okay. Every election year. There seems to be some kind of, I want to say, major catastrophe going on with the American people. There's some kind of cause we're fighting as an American people. Or there's just some kind of, uh, some kind of divisive nature thing that's going on. And it's been going on for years, okay? But I just want to bring you up to speed. Uh, when George Bush was in his last, oof, I want to say, year of his presidency, okay? He had Katrina going on, uh, Hurricane Katrina. And he also had the, um, well, what is it? The financial crisis that was going on. Pretty much the, uh, there was a financial crash, a crisis going on where the housing market was crashing and the economy was just going down the shithole essentially. Okay. Uh, inflation was out the wazoo and people were just losing money and not making enough money, um, per se, which because, um, if you really think about it, the stock market is tied to the world economic. So if the stock market's down, everybody says we're in a recession. I don't understand it, but pretty much the stock market was down. So thus created the financial, the financial crisis of his last year of presidency in 2007, going into 2008, where Barack Obama was elected. Okay. At the end of Obama's first uh, presidency. Okay. He ran on the premise of hope, uh, hope, I believe it was right. And then towards his last, uh, in his last year of presidency, I should say, we were battling social justice warriors and cancel culture or the beginnings of what was cancel culture. Okay. Uh, at the time, I believe it was counterculture or some shit like that. Okay. This is where you were seeing a lot of, um, a lot of people talking about social justice causes where, um, Miles Morales was introduced as in comic books. Uh, you know, Peter Parker was commonly the, um, the, well, the stereotypical Spider-Man, right? He was white Anglo-Saxon uh, character. They introduced a person of color and then the world started to go, you know, ape shit, essentially. So that was the start of that. Then there was, um, what was it? Uh, the rise of like, oh shit, what was it? I can't remember it right now at the top of my head, but towards Obama's second term in 2016 before Trump got elected, Okay, you started to see the rise of more cons uh, of like the prominence of cancel culture, and also the rise of like YouTube conservative stars. Right, this is where the likes of quote unquote uh, what who are they? Ben Shapiro started to come to the mainstream media. Lauren Southern, 
Um, you had Min, uh, Milo, Yipinopolis, or whatever, however the hell you say his last name. <laughs> Fucking Milo. Um, you know, you started seeing all these guys uh, come to the forefront of the YouTube community where they became, quote-unquote, the rock stars of the YouTube world, right? This is where, like, you know, they're talking about social justice and how, you know, conservative values are being mar- uh, being tagged. And yada, 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 yada. Okay. And now we have, which brings us to the end of Trump's campaign. Okay. He's in a re-election year. And what do we have going on? We have a pandemic. Okay. We have the coronavirus out of Wuhan, China, which a lot of strange things come out of that fucking city. Okay. I'm going to keep, I want you guys to pay attention to that city, Wuhan, China. So many strange things comes out of that city, but we have a global pandemic going on. We have a financial crisis going on. We have lockdowns going on. We have mass masks versus no masks. Okay, people saying that it's an oppression and you know it's violating your rights and all this other stuff. There's so much going on right now in this election year, and it to me, it seems like it's par for course. Okay, there's always some kind of crisis going on whenever there's going to be a shift in power. Okay, what do I mean by shift in power? Well, when Obama was in president, right, there was mostly Democrats that was in the executive office and Democrats ran the Senate, essentially. Okay. And then the Republicans ran the House majority. Okay. Then Trump came into office. Then the rules got reversed. It was a Republican in the executive office. Then it was a Republican majority Senate seat. And then it's mostly Democratic House seat. Okay, with a 50-50 mix on the judicial seats on all those presidencies, okay? When Bush was in office, it was the same thing. Republican president, Republican Senate, Democratic House, okay? So it's always the same song and dance forever, okay? And it's always been that way since 1960-something, okay? And people, I don't understand why people don't see this uh, see this happening, but to me, it... it I'm starting to see this crystal clear now, okay? Whenever we're in an election year, there's always some kind of crisis going on. And it's always more, I want to say, they make it to be a bigger problem than what it is, okay? And the media always plays a part in this, okay? Fast forward now to 2020 and catch you up to speed. We have all this stuff going on, okay? We have black folks versus white folks. We have... Uh, Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. We have uh, mass protests versus no mass pandemic going on. And then on the brinks of a financial <laughs> economic collapse again. Okay. So we have all this going on and all of this is happening in the financial year or not financial year, in an election year. Okay. Last year, you didn't hear about this stuff. I mean, you heard about the conservative values being quote unquote attacked and whatnot, which is, let's be honest, it, Nobody's being attacked, okay? Nobody's being oppressed. If you really want to be truthfully honest and brutally honest, what is happening to the folks in Hong Kong right now, Hong Kong, China, the Muslim folks that are being carted up into trains and, you know, shipped off to concentration camps or uh, sweatshops to be working on pennies or not even pennies for free labor, slave labor, essentially? That's real oppression. You know, your governor of your state asking you to wear a fucking mask and go to Applebee's is not oppression. It's an inconvenience at best. It is not an oppression. 
Okay, so we have this stuff going on right now, and it's funny to me because I'm noticing it, and I'm asking myself, why is it this way? Why is it that every election year we have to have some kind of crisis? Okay, what is distraction? What is the distracting uh, cause of all of this? Well, it keeps us busy. Okay, it keeps you busy. It keeps you emotionally charged, and it keeps you voting one way or another. Okay, all of this stuff that is going on right now is legitimately a governmental ploy to keep you preoccupied. Okay, it's for them to vie for power. Okay, the Democrats are always saying, look what the Republicans are doing or not doing. And that Republicans in turn point the fingers. Look at what the Democrats are doing or not doing. Okay, all of these Democratic states are in shitty conditions while the Republican counties are doing marvelously well. Right, but when you look at the numbers, nobody's doing well. Okay. I know I spoke about the Dunning-Kruger effect uh, on the last podcast, and I'm telling you, that has a very significant value because misinformation and disinformation is a thing that we absolutely need to get a hold of, okay? When people give you misinformation, they give it to you with the most confidence to make you think that it's true. It really is happening, okay? And then experts sit on the wayside like they always do. Okay. Now, what's happening with this pandemic, right, is that people don't understand what's going on, right? We have scientists actually doing scientific work and research. And for the first time in, like, I want to say in public history, right? I'm talking about, like, science being brought to the mainstream area, okay, arena, I should say. Okay. We're seeing how science actually works, right? You have a hypothesis. You test that hypothesis, you accept the rejected data, and then you restart the experiment all over again. Okay, that's how science works. It's based off a hypothesis, and then you go off of that hypothesis. Whether that experiment confirms or denies your hypothesis, you go forward from there. Okay, and for the first time ever in the public forum, we're watching live how this process works. And it's not an easy process. Okay, trust me, I know. I've had to create several experiments when I was in college uh, learning biology and psychology. Okay, it takes a lot of work. And honestly, more times than not, your, your experiment's going to fail. And it's going to fail miserably. Okay, now this is what you guys get to see in the science realm. And then you kind of are spoiled a little bit, is that you get to see the finished product of everybody's hard on like hard efforts, right? You get to see research that's been done 10 years ago. And then, you know, other scientists are kind of referring back to their experiment because it's the last known experiment to work with consistent results. Okay. That's why you always see scientists always go back and refer to past papers. Okay. It's called citations. <laughs> where you have to cite other people's work that's been confirmed to do the same thing that you've done, okay? And because we're seeing this thing live now, right? We're seeing this process live. We're watching people like experts, quote unquote, argue back and forth. What is the right path to take? What is the right protocol, et cetera, et cetera. You start to think to yourself like, man, this is disinformation that's being handed out to us. When in reality, it's not. 
Okay, nobody's being bought and sold. Nobody's, you know what I mean? Not to say that it can't happen. Let's be honest. People can be bought and sold. Look at the sugar industry, right? But for the most part, scientists have a scientific integrity to keep their research intact. Why? Because the shame that you get from your peers is not worth the amount of money that you would get to be wrong. Unless you don't have a conscience. <laughs> okay, because look, again, look at the scientists in the sugar industry. Okay, they really fuck people over big time and, you know, they're getting away with it. But I'm just saying, most scientists are not going to put their reputation on the line because if they take the big paycheck and their scientists, quote unquote, quack work, then they will never get another job ever. Okay, and the payoff for these scientists is not much. Okay, so if they get paid off to like, you know, kind of skew the results a little bit, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now to you and I, hundreds and thousands of dollars is a lot of money. But on the grand scheme of things for like what you can do with your future work and how that's going to affect your uh, reputation negatively, a couple hundred grand is not worth it. Okay, so right now you're watching experts do their jobs, essentially. Nobody really knew what scientists did. Or what doctors and neurologists or epidemiologists did until now. Now we're in the midst of a pandemic. We understand what they're doing. Okay. So how does this go back to misinformation? Well, you're watching these guys do their jobs and they're giving you information. You're watching them do their job and how they extrapolate data, how they interpret data, and then how they go on to ask other questions related to it. Okay. Sometimes they're going to give you false information because that's what the data says. But they go back and they reach, like, they go back to their experiment. They find with the fine comb, right? They search through it and see what's going on. They make tweaks and whatnot. And then they get more data. Okay. So scientists are doing what they're supposed to do and what you're supposed to do as a human being. You're supposed to see data, analyze that data, and extrapolate, extrapolate from it what's necessary and then scrap the rest. You take what's true and you work with that. And then whatever is false, you toss that away because you don't need it. Okay? So this is how misinformation gets shared, right? You take data that you think you want and then you just throw it out there into the ethosphere or atmosphere and then see what sticks. Okay? That's what most of you are doing. That's what I'm seeing on Facebook. It's like I'm seeing a lot of misinformation and then it turns into a lot of distrust for health professionals and whatnot. I'm like, this is ridiculous. These health professionals have gone to school for way too long to just be called quacks or to just not take their advice at like, you know, grain of salt or whatever. Okay. Like you have to understand what you're sharing, what you're saying has to be true. You have a responsibility as an individual to fact check your own biases and whatnot. Okay. And you can't always flock the people that always think like you, like, see, see, this person is right because they think like you. No, 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 no. The best way to do things is to take somebody else's opposite opinion, match it up with your own, and find the holes in their argument and find the holes in your argument and then strengthen your argument to beat their argument. Your weakest argument should beat their weakest argument. That's how that works. Okay? So we have a lot of disinformation going on. And it's always happening in an election year. Always happening. And I'm just watching people share the like the most ridiculous things ever. And it's just, to me, it's just sad. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get it, guys. I don't. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I really want people to be smart and educated. But just like, 
I'm seeing all the things lately and the nastiness people are doing towards each other. And it just makes me sad. I don't like it. Like, at all. I don't like it. So, I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep talking my shit. I'm going to keep tweeting my shit. And hopefully we can get the ball rolling into some common sense ground right now. Because we need it. Lord knows we need it. Okay? So, nobody's being oppressed. You're not being oppressed. Stop it with that nonsense. Okay? Real oppression right now. There's people in Hong Kong being oppressed. There's actual slaves in Libya being sold and auctioned off to be slaves, legitimate slaves. Like what the African-Americans went in America slaves. They're being done. It's being done over there in Libya. Okay. Same thing in China. Okay. The Chinese Indian uh, conflict right now is something to really pay attention to. Okay. Because right now the tensions are pretty high. The only one thing I'm like liking about Donald Trump right now is that, and Lord knows I don't like the man because of what he's done in his past, but he has put strict sanctions on China. Okay, he's putting his foot down against China, which is necessary. It's a necessary evil right now. We need that. Okay, so enough with the disinformation. Enough with your being quote unquote oppressed. You're not being oppressed, fam. You are not. You're not being forced into labor. You're not being carted up right now to go into a concentration camp. You're not chained to another human being. You're free. You're using the internet with your two thumbs and your brain, typing up the dumbest shit on earth, saying that you're being oppressed because you have, you're asked to be, uh, you're told to be, you're told to wear a mask. God forbid we tell you to take some safety precautions to protect your fellow human beings and it's oppressing you. Get the fuck out of here with your nonsense, man. Seriously. Like, I don't want to be that dude to tell people to wake up and, you know, educate yourself because I'm not going to do that. Okay. But at the same time, stop being dumb. (laughs) Seriously, stop being dumb. That's all I'm asking you. Stop being dumb. Use your brains. The Lord blessed us with the gift of reason. Use it. For the love of God, use it. Okay. So. I don't know, man. I'm just seeing a lot of things and people using the racist word and spewing it out there. To me, it's just a sad, sad thing that we're calling each other racist. Really? Because somebody thinks differently, they're racist now? It's like we've taken the term of something, like we've taken something that was really horrible to call somebody, right? A racist. It's like, you know, it's a very heavy word. Now we're just tossing it at everybody who we think doesn't agree with us, okay? Racism is not just some word you could toss around. Okay, it's a very powerful word, and it's legitimately like the superiority complex of another, of one race towards another. It is not your, you know, it, it is not just because somebody disagrees with you on something. All right, it's a person who shows or feels discrimination or prejudice against people of other races, or one who believes that a particular race is superior to another. Okay, if you're not experiencing discrimination or you're not being held down by something, it's not racist. You're just being a jackass. That's it. Okay, there's a lot of things that's bothering me right now that I kind of want to just like spew out there. But man, oh man, I'm just seeing people just do the dumbest things. And oh, it's just so frustrating. It really is. And then conservatives have the gall to be like, well, we're being under attack. People calling us racist and blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, if the shoe fits. Your, your thoughts and processes are being hijacked right now. It's like, it's not, look, if somebody, like, questions your thought processes, they're not being racist. They're 
critically, like they're questioning your belief system. If you cannot intelligently uh, defend your belief systems, then your belief system is flawed. And you need to fix that. It's not on us to fix it. You have to find a stronger defense for it. And I'm trust me, there's everywhere on YouTube uh, University, there's people telling you and coaching you how to defend arguments. <laughs> Legitimately. There's, there's tutorials for conservatives to defend your talking points. If somebody says this, you say this. If somebody brings up this, that, you bring up that. There's legitimately millions of coaching ideas out there for conservatives. Same goes with liberals. And I'm not buying this left or right nonsense. I'm not going to buy into it. Mm -mm. There's dumb people and then there's smart people. Okay, Smart people think about their actions. Dumb people spew their actions. Okay, So that's pretty much where I'm at with that one. But uh, I'm going to end this rant because I can go on forever and I don't want to keep your <laughs> I don't want to keep your attention here too long. All right. So thanks for rocking out with me. I'm glad this is guys at a round table and I'm done. Man, we need to do better, folks. We really do. We have to do better. All right. So hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys at a round table. Hit us up on Twitter at GOTR podcast. Like us and uh, like us and share this on uh, Instagram as well. On uh, our Instagram handle is at GOTR podcast. Uh, send your emails to guys at a round table at gmail.com. And uh, YouTube is GOTR podcast, I believe. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your boy Vlad. You've been listening to Guys at a Round Table. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on this very fine evening. And I'm out. Peace.